Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. All you hookers and slicers, my name is Stay and Play Clay, although my recent rounds have not gone by that mantra. I'm joined by Nick the Stick. Nick, it's golf season finally. Gosh damn, you're right. How's it going? I'm I'm better. I, I cooled my itch to actually get out and play some golf, so I'm, I'm, I'm a little better than now. Yeah, definitely uh, felt good to finally get out there first time this year yeah and we had some great weather too yeah yeah it was good weather this weekend for sure ever ever since friday so yeah courses are open yeah i mean i figured yeah we it sounds like we both went out and played opening day yeah so for those unaware i mean You'll probably you could probably guess it, but Friday was kind of the day that uh, the state decided to let golf courses open, um, much to our delight. In Wisconsin. In Wisconsin, right? And there's a couple other states that will be either opening up very soon. I think like May first for a couple states, and um, and some others have opened up recently as well. So states are starting to uh, see that golf is a bit, maybe not essential, but I mean, essential in our minds, but in terms of, like, actual essential uh, for society, maybe not. But it's an activity that is very easy to do and still abide by social distancing and everything. So, there's... Yeah, I mean, it seems like several states, even though hardest hits want hit ones, are like New York, are like, they're starting to slowly open. So, it's just a method of slowly opening. So, because obviously, I mean... Yeah, I mean, I we my course followed the restrictions of no carts, uh, no drive carts. Um, they put pool noodles in for the the pins, and so they they modified the the way they needed to. Yeah, same here. What did you think about the yeah. pool noodles? I like it. You like it? I was. Um, I mean, like I like it in in, in terms of uh, solution for for this, but. My goodness, they mess with my mind. I will tell you that. <laughs> really? <laughs> when putting, yes. It just made it just made the hole like look like it wasn't even there. Wow. At least for me. It was yeah. uh it was a bit of a struggle. Yeah, no, I mean, I didn't love them. I mean, I can't wait to get rid of them, but I mean, it didn't bother me. I mean, I, I was playing like two and three balls cuz I was mo- I was pretty much by myself and um, you know, so then when you put one in, you, you actually have to go get it before you can put the next one in. Otherwise, it, you know, it's kind of a blocker. Um, but, uh, yeah, I didn't mind it. That's weird that you uh, you had a mental block there. Yeah, like it just, yeah. And that was more towards, I think, the first, like, the first nine holes of it that I did. Uh-huh. Um, and I think it was also just the case I wasn't, I wasn't putting well to begin with anyhow during those holes. But... Um, when I did start, but when I did start putting well, <laughs> when I got back into my groove, yeah. um, it's still like I had a couple putts that, like, that I, I hit that I nailed, um, and it just hit the pool noodle and like just 
like went out of the cup. It bounced out. Yeah, it happened two holes in a row. Holy shit! Yeah. Well. So bad. so that um, so that like that messed with my mind a little bit. Um, yeah, I could see that. I mean, mine never bounced out. I thought of it might bounce out, but then like maybe yours weren't cut deep enough. Yeah, they were pretty close to the lip. Mine were an inch, an inch and a half, because I was thinking about that. I was like, if you get a hole in one with a pool noodle, like, does it count? Does it like? Oh, it's got to count. Well, or rather, if it kicks it out, does it not count? Yeah, that's. I mean, I think <laughs> that's a that's. I think personal discretion. I think it's gonna be you aced it, but there's an asterisk. That's what you would do. Like, yeah, I, I think just in this situation, yeah, with any sort of modification to a hole, that makes yeah. it so the the ball doesn't actually like finish in the cup itself. Yeah, I feel like yeah, it probably would have gone in. It probably did. Yeah. I mean, maybe not, but there's no way to like prove that, right? Correct. So it's just kind of like, uh, I'm gonna count it, but once again, it's gonna be like one where you then have a story to tell about it. Um, yeah, but hey, sure. if if you're gonna get a hole in one, now's the time to do it because clubhouses aren't open, so you don't even have to pay for rounds or anything. You don't yeah, have to pay for, for drinks. drinks. Yeah. So if you're gonna get a hole in one, people get it get it now. Get it during this yeah, pandemic. Yeah, I, I always thought that. And I'm sorry, have you had one? No, I have not. See, and like I always, I always felt that way. That it was like. You know, it was like your birthday at work where you're expected to bring the treats or like, and I was always like, that's bull, that's bull stuff. You, <laughs> you should, some people should buy you uh, drinks. And then as soon as you get one, it's like, I get, I don't know. I, it's like having a kid, like you're just so happy that you just want to buy everyone a drink. And like, I mean, granted, yeah, like a hundred dollars, like if you can just, call like call the bar or, and then just buy a keg or a half keg man you're you're set i mean you just want everyone to celebrate with yeah you. no yeah no i especially your first one yeah and, and if, if you've had five it's probably <laughs> gets really old and you're like damn it there's 150 dollars. i don't know i feel like hole in ones are still rare enough even if you've had five yeah like if you've get if you've gotten five hole in ones, like how many times have you gone golfing to get five hole in ones? You play at a par three course every day. <laughs> That's it. There's no other way. <laughs> Would you say five hole in ones are are good if you play at a par three course every day for twenty years? No. <laughs> Feel like every you're kind of you play as a par three. I would say no. I would be curious. We should research that at some point and just be like, what's the average of a par three course member? Because I would say if every hole you play is a par three, you're definitely going to like, there's people with, there's people like they have, they have competitions like, oh, so-and-so has 420 par hole in ones. So-and-so has, only has 150. I mean, it's not going to apply to me, so... <laughs> Because you don't play at a part three course? No. I mean, not every day. <laughs> I will play at one every once in a while, but... Yeah, I mean, because you go from four around to 18. I mean, it's in, the odds are yeah. incredibly exponential. Well, they're, they're, you know, greater than, what, 12,000 to one or something like that? 
I mean, that's that's per par three. 12,000 to one? Something like that, yeah. Like the odds to get a hole in one. Now, that's like yeah. if you pay... 89% of the time, I believe you. But here's the thing about statistics. That doesn't mean that if you play 12,000 par threes, you're going to have a hole in one. That just means... Yes, it does. It's exactly like <laughs> <laughs> You know what? You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. So I just need to get to be a member at a par three course and just play it <laughs> enough so I've played 12,000 par threes. And then I got it. I'm going to get it. It's what, just... It's what destiny. 12,000 divided by 18? <laughs> That's how many rounds ago. How many years play. is this going to take me? Because I, I will bet, I will bet a lot of money that you will get one if you played. You haven't swing. You haven't seen my swing, have you? I have. We played, we <laughs> I know. Together. I know. It's been a while though. It's been too long. Six hundred sixty-six point six 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 rounds. That, that sounds like the devil right there. I know. <laughs> Well, you gave How me many? the 12,000 number. I, it's something like that. It's pro- I don't think it's exactly that, but it's somewhere around there. You sound confident. And I said around. 79% of the time, I believe you. 60% of the time, I'm right all the time. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, that's... I would definitely... If you played 600 rounds at a part three course, I would definitely bet you would get a hole in one. I don't care. I actually don't care what anybody's handicap is i i find more sh- lower handicap or higher handicaps get just as many hole-in-ones because it just it happens like so so you're definitely one of those people that think hole-in-ones are luck and not skill no no um, <laughs> then how then how do you how do you explain what you just said then if you think lower handicap or higher, higher handicap, can, can still get it because it because it happens. so that's definitely not based on skill then. It it, it can happen. <laughs> it's statistically like I mean I, I find lower handicaps have more hole in ones in my opinion. I I'm not trying to dance around my words. I I know what I said. I I def I was just saying like my aunt Pammy has like three or four actually. I think she has four because she always plays Rib Mountain Golf Course. So she always plays the part, well, part three-ish course. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good for her. And she's, yeah, she's awful. And... <laughs> four hole-in-ones, but she's awful. And I, too. And I, you know, I fucking... Collegiate golfer. I, I tried it, yeah. I, I was decent at one point. Yeah, dude. And so you had your I day. Didn't, I, I, do, I do mean that good, like... Higher handicaps can get them, like your odds go up. But I definitely, I'll bet all day on somebody who's hitting it closer to the stick, like a, a low handicap. Oh, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I'll bet all day. So, so I think, I mean, my take on it is that it, it is it is luck to get one, but to increase your odds is skill. Yeah. So. Write that like, down. Yeah. So I, I think we're on the same page, but like ultimately having the ball go in the hole, I think is still luck. No yeah, matter how skilled I mean, you are. I mean, I've, I've, I've played, you know, thousands of rounds and I didn't get my first one until like, I mean, I started when I, my dad had me out when I was three and I was actually playing rounds when I was like six and I, I didn't get my first one until I was what, 
33. And so like seven years ago, I mean, so I, I, I actually never thought it was going to happen because I've been so close to the hole. It like, it, I've landed yeah. in the hole and it bounced out. And again, like, yeah, that's the pool noodle. Like, what the hell? Like, I mean, yeah. Um, and I've, you know, I've, I've hit the flagstick, you know, a couple times and I've seen like a dozen in person and I just, and so that's where I get the, it's like, you know, and then like, you know, your uncle Frank, you know, he's awful and he has like two. It's, and that's the beauty of golf. Has an uncle Frank. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So, so definitely luck for the ball to go in the hole. Yes, but skill will give you more opportunities. I'll still bet on people that are yeah on average. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna bet on a tour pro to get a hole in one. Yeah, because there's versus... like a hole in one. There's like there's three every single PGA Tour event. Yeah, so sixty nine percent of the time. But it but you look at like Tiger Woods, he's had one hole in one in the last twenty years. Uh, in Phoenix? No, no. That that was before that time. Since 2000, Tiger Woods has had one hole in one, and that yeah. was that wasn't even in a tournament. That was like a practice round. Yeah. See. That's that's kind of nuts to think of because 2000, like he was in the prime of his, of his he golf. He should definitely play more par three courses. <laughs> yeah, he should <laughs> should do the the par three competition more often at the Masters. What is he thinking? Just play more on play more on Wednesday. <laughs> well, we'll have to invite him out here, get him to play some par three courses with us. Get his get his hole in one totals up, you know, because. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame, but, I mean, how many hole-in-ones does he got? He definitely, definitely doesn't have the record. I mean, even if he's second on the majors list, he, I mean, I don't think he's I don't think he's scratched the top ten on hole-in-ones in his oh, career. definitely not. Definitely no. not. That's one record he will never touch. Which is absolutely nuts, though. Yeah. That, like, one of, if not the best golfers of all what time. What would you guess is the record for hole-in-ones in a lifetime in the Guinness Book of World Records. I and I have I have zero idea. <laughs> what would my guess be? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Probably like... I wouldn't say it's more than 100. I would say probably like... I will definitely take the over. Really? I'm, I'm thinking like 70-ish or something like that. of every guy who's played a par 3 course for his whole life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. It just... But no, I, no, I didn't mean to ruin your thought. No. You need, to, you need to give an answer. That was my answer. It was like 70-ish. 70? Yeah. I am, like, I am going to say 300. Okay. Well, I Like, I don't know how to... I mean, I'm not going to look it up. <laughs> I will. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like we're just we're just throwing these numbers out. Like nobody, nobody knows who's right right now. Like how how am I gonna say sit here and because say because the Guinness Book of World Records they don't just make that shit up. Somebody's got to verify because the Guinness I Book. Actually, I was actually my goal was to have a Guinness Book of World Records. The Guinness Book of World Records. How can they verify that they've had? Oh, you were right. Like how can no, how can the Norman Guinness Manley holds the record for most hole in ones with fifty nine. Fifty nine. Yeah, I was thinking like sixty or seventy ish. I mean, 
How about that name, though? Norman Manley? Norman Manley. That is what a name. Really, what a name. A For the world record holder of Guinness Book, or of uh, Hole in Ones. Um, I mean, that's a name to have it right there. Does it say um, if he plays a par 3 course all the time? And this one says, underneath this on the Google thing, it says Tiger Woods has hit a combined total of 20 holes in one in the course of his lifetime. His first at the age of six, three have come in PGA Tour competition. Um, one of them was at the Greater Milwaukee Open, and then Phoenix in 97, and then the 98 Sprint. Oh, Sprint in Castle Rock, Colorado. Yeah. I'm sorry, what was your question? <laughs> like, how can Guinness... The Guinness Book of World Records, how could they possibly verify that? They, because they weren't around for all of those. Like, yeah, how his, do you, his, Norman Manley's first one was in 1964. So, I mean, to have a hole-in-one, if you're playing by yourself, it's actually not an eligible hole-in-one, as far as I understand. So that's why it's always like... Oh, it just sucks to get a hole in one when you're by yourself because no one's gonna fucking believe you. What if what if you videotape it though? I mean, I've actually had one of my hole in ones. I, I know, I know. And it's not possible unless you have like super high definition cameras um set up, which I mean mine was on a cell phone, which is normal. And yeah. you cannot see the ball. And so then it's like, so then do you have the camera at the green? And then if people are doing that, it's like, you, you can't, I don't know how to verify that because I wouldn't believe, I wouldn't believe someone that had all of them on camera because it's like, you're just, you're sitting at one part three and you're just hitting shots every day until one goes in. Um, which a hole in one by definition is you, it's just during the nature of a normal course of play. Right. Yeah. You're not sitting there hitting practice balls. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. You can't you can't hit a mulligan and get a hole in one. That's I will, a hole in three then. I will tell you what, I hit a mulligan a couple times. <laughs> I know on, you have. On a par three. I believe you. On a par three. No, I did on uh t- this morning in my round. No, I didn't hit a mulligan, but I had to hit I had to hit three shots from the tee because because I'm awful. We call those provisionals. Uh yeah. Well, when you're provisional, <laughs> when you're a provisional of a provisional, you start uh, you start <laughs> losing track. <laughs> Sometimes I've gotten in trouble when I like I hit one in a tournament, and it actually goes like we, we all saw it. It went on the right side of the rough, but then I'm like, I'm gonna hit a provisional. Yeah. I mean, you got to be. It's actually a little. It's I don't know. I've only done it a few times, allegedly. But sometimes when I'm pissed off, like my best thing is like, because I'm trying to figure, I mean, you're you're trying to figure stuff out, stuff out on the course, and um, but yeah, I mean, it's only supposed to be if you can't see it, but you could always say you can't see it, and then um, yeah, it's different than what you were saying with um, yeah, just doing a a real provisional. Well, I'll tell you what, my the my first round I played on on Friday. Like I had to hit a couple because I could not see the ball at all once I hit it. Like because there was overcast skies, I, I yeah. completely lost it. So I had no idea where it went. 
and my playing partners were absolutely useless. So, like, I just hit a couple, and, like, I hit, I hit a provisional so or whatever. So, one thing I've been meaning to ask you is because, like, you're a technology guy. Um, why don't they have golf balls, like, similar to Top Golf, like, with blue chips in them now, nowadays? Well, I mean, if you... Uh, Bluetooth. Have you been to a Top Golf? Have yeah. you played a Top Golf? Okay. I, was at, I was there at my birthday, finally, a month ago. Oh, nice. Um, so, I mean... You may notice that at Top Golf, the balls don't really fly yeah. as far as you know you might yeah, but expect. They, I thought they intentionally did that. Uh, a little bit, but also I, that's also a product of having Bluetooth some chip. Tech, some chip in there. Like you don't get the compression that a full, you know. But if you put a chip at the dead center of it, and nowadays the chips are so fucking small, like. I'm just wondering, like, even if you lost, like, 5% of your distance, like, why people wouldn't start using those? Because, one, you can find them better, and two, you could have, like, super accurate results of, like, the spin ratios and everything. Yeah, perhaps. Um, I think it's a combination of of maybe some performance loss and then also um, just cost. The, the ball is going to cost more. Yeah. So okay. if if so if you're if you're let's say you're making a a ball with this chip that's supposed to be like a Pro V one type of ball, where there's and where there's like money. high performance <laughs> a high performance ball, so it's going to cost like you know fifty some fifty bucks. Let's just say fifty bucks a dozen. Okay. And that's just for like a Pro V one type of ball. And you add the chip in there, you're going to probably be up to 60 or 70. I mean, yep. like, how many people are going to pay for There's one thing I know about golfers. I know. They have money. That's true. But I think for the masses, though, with the amount of... They all have money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you right now. That's why I have always been trying to, like, find these magical like golf items for sale that you can because every golfer or every person in the world knows a golfer and every like every golfer has money and like everybody wants to spend an extra 20 bucks to find the golfer in their life the one thing they've never had before even if it sucks like just hey try this out all these swing training bullshit items yeah now i mean it's a it's it's the a, average it's golfer a won't be able to use them every round. I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. The um, average golfer. I mean, if it's, I mean, because the average golfer goes to Dick's Sporting Goods and buys fifty balls for ten dollars in the bargain bin, and or even at Walmart, and they just don't give a shit. Yeah. Um. So then, so then, who's gonna buy it? I don't. I mean, the pros aren't gonna buy. Pros you don't. The pros don't buy. buy it. The pros don't buy balls. I'm not going to buy them because I'm going to lose them in the water like I did today. Well, you no, you, you, you <laughs> learn to not use those on the water holes. You will only use those on <laughs> the open holes. The open holes. Yeah. And then, and because as long as it doesn't go in the water, you can find it because that's the point. Well, unless it, it's it just, blue. unless it just goes so far into the trees or the woods. I haven't seen your swing in like a year or two, so I I don't know how far right that ball is going no, right now. No, my ball's not going right at all right now. It really? is hooking. It is hooking hard right now. Oh no. 
because of my my swing change that you, I made. You can you can talk to a slice, but a hook won't listen. Yeah, hook hook does not listen. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, with my new coach or whatever, made some tweaks and and the it's it's hooking a little too much right now. Um, but like, I can I can find ways to dial it back. Like, I can fix it. It's not. <laughs> It's not like uh, it's just it's really it's a it's a grip thing. Like I switched to kind of a new grip, so I'm just yeah. Um. Well, my best advice is to do do the opposite and exaggerate it and do it. Well, a lot. that's what this this that's what this is. I'm ex- this new grip is an exaggeration of like my old grip oh, and my. So I just need to kind of rein it back a little bit and find that that sweet spot. But yeah, like my rounds you know this weekend were were riddled with those types of shots so it was frustrating in that regard but I, one of the things that i was actually really pleased at um was was the play under 100 yards was pretty pretty good at least for me um it was just getting to that point that was the struggle but and then also the putting was a struggle for a while there which after being in quarantine you'd think it wouldn't be but it was somehow putting yeah well yeah, for sure well the first i mean the first course i played those greens were just just ridiculous like they're slow to begin with but being at the very beginning of the season in the spring here like they were just super slow and i just i just couldn't i couldn't mine, deal with it yeah, mine were awful um to, the greens today were fine i was just it i was just bad for like the front nine and then back nine i was much better um yeah yeah, front nine, I had like three three putts. It was gross. It was just absolutely gross. <laughs> Puke. And I think the back nine, Puke I had it. back nine, I had like four, four, four or five like one putts. So like, my my putting was much better in the the second nine, but it was just once again everything else that was kind of uh, letting my game down. What uh, what about you? How'd your how'd your game play for first round out this year? Mine was great. Um, just really enjoyed um, being out there again. Obviously, me made some bad swings and some things weren't going where I intended them to. Especially with like the wedge control, my my chipping was awful, just just awful. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, I, I definitely made some good swings. I was happy to be back out. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's always fun. I mean, I just. I'm always I'm like a field golfer, so I'm always like focused on how does it feel. Um, yeah. Regardless of score and regardless of like you know, did I get everything up and down and like again score score well? But I'm like I'm a big feel player. Like I I just want to hit. My goal is to like hit good shots. And yeah. Right. And if if they don't work out, you know they don't work out. But yeah, everybody gets bad bounces. Yeah, I had a. Yeah, I had a couple today that I hit. I hit good. And I hit well, but they were they were they just ended up being like flyers, um, out of the rough and just kind of went over the green and put me in bad spots there. Like, but like those were good swings and good contact and just felt great. But it just didn't work out. There was a couple times like that where it just felt like you got kind of unlucky. Like I found myself in a sand trap, like right up against the lip today. Oh. It was just like, yeah, like I had to pitch out and then I got on the green from there and had a par, par putt that just lipped out like 90 degrees. And it was like, okay, <laughs> it happens. Yeah. 
And like up here, we don't have rakes in our bunkers. So there was like a time. Yeah. There was a time on the back nine yeah, on Friday where I like I had a, I had a lie in a footprint and I just moved the ball um, just to a, like a normal like what a, like a normal lie at the same angle. And then I just tried to get up and down from there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I didn't. But I tried. <laughs> <laughs> it, it actually made it worse for me, but it was all right. <laughs> you know, again, I'm just, again, uh, well, it's just like snowboarding, you know, for you and I. Like everybody, like, you know, they watch these videos and they try to go out there and they, they do every like, they try to pick up where they left off in yeah. the early season uh, right away. And so, and then after that, um, so I just try not to focus on the score. Right. Uh, with, it, it, it doesn't matter. Like, I really don't care if I score. Like, I'm getting used to the greens, the wedge control, right. everything. Yeah, especially especially the first round or two or three or, or ten uh, yeah. <laughs> of the exactly. season. Um. Yeah, you gotta just kind of, especially for us where we have an off season. It's not a year round, you know. Yeah, golf. The worst thing you can do is like come out like the first ten rounds and like be pissed off at yourself. Yeah, yeah. You just kind of you just have to go with the flow. Um, Yeah, because like, I mean, you can hit balls in your garage. You can hit balls in a simulator all day, but. It's a different. It's a different thing when you're actually on a course hitting on uneven lies and in you know different different types of lies. You know sand and and rough and tight lies and all that stuff that you can't really simulate all that well. You try to, but it's you know all these situations. Oh, I got wind now. You know I have to deal with and and all that stuff. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the stuff you just can't you know factor in for. So. There's no reason to get upset at yourself. Like, you know, you're trying to adapt to it, but it is what it is. Um, you know, it's not what it isn't. And you got to get better. And it's like, you know, the worst thing, the, the thing about golf is you just got to keep a, a positive attitude and have a, have a short memory. Um, not dwell on you know, what's not going well. It's just, I mean, every golfer, you know hits bad shots you know my dad always said it's not about who can golf is not about who can play the best it's who can fuck up the least yeah so, who, how how good are your misses basically exactly exactly that's what my dad meant to say <laughs> well yeah <laughs> uh-huh. so yeah i think all in all um fun to be back out there i uh i didn't like I, if i if i was to score um you know score myself they would have been atrocious rounds but um but i still i'm just still happy to to have been out there and take in and once again we had nice weather so like it was it was just good to be out there yeah it was definitely beautiful i mean it was amazing i mean obviously all those people down south enjoy this you know, I haven't gotten to it sooner than us, but um, you know, we're we're definitely true golf fans, and we were just waiting for this moment. So, I mean, it was nice that the obviously this is unprecedented situation, but I mean, this is the first time we've been able to get back out there, and it is what it is. And yeah, it was 
It was awesome. Can't wait to do it again. Can't wait. Yeah. Super excited. Super excited. Well, I think that about wraps it us up for us for this episode. Yeah. Season finally feels like it's here. Boom. Just about maybe like a month, month and a half away from <laughs> the pro season actually being here. Um, but for now, we can at least play it ourselves. Yeah, I mean, the pros will add, but I mean, I think this is going good with what we can share with each other. I mean, I mean, the Golf Channel obviously does what it does with, um, you know, they're they're super intense and they, they get more deeper access to the pros. But, I mean, I think there's an avenue for just good golf conversation you know you know we touch on the pros but you know we just it's not our forte well right i mean we don't yeah we don't we don't have all the access we only get we, our our knowledge is what you know second we can hand. yeah it's second hand so right hand. yeah all the hands <laughs> <laughs> so but we're doing what we can golf is for everyone not just yep. the pros. Everyone who for sure. Everyone who can buy those blue chip, blue chip, uh, Bluetooth chip uh, golf balls. <laughs> That's for you to I know, right? Just my goodness. Bluetooth balls. Bluetooth yeah, I balls. Just always wondered. I, just... I mean, it's a thing. I, I feel like they've done. I mean, obviously, um, Top Golf has them, so they're obviously yeah. a thing, but. And I only thought they reduced their flight because of like they wanted. I think to have that's a, part a of fine it. Fine border of they didn't want people bombing them over the the back fence. Yeah, well, into the parking lot. Well, Mike Trout doesn't care about that. I don't know if you ever saw that video. <laughs> Mike Trout don't give a shit about shit. <laughs> I mean, I think that's part of it, but but I think even if they weren't doing it, it would still limit like the performance of the ball a bit. But who knows? But could they make the chips smaller next year? Or, who knows? Or if if they didn't have to track it against like a thousand other balls, if it was just like if you if you synced up your phone to your ball, like could they like how small could it be and how lightweight and just put it in the exact center of the ball? I don't know. I mean, I'm not I'm I'm not the scientist. I'm just the idea guy. I'm just the idea guy. Well, maybe that's uh, maybe that deserves a deeper dive <laughs> in a future episode. <laughs> but I think for now, uh, we're gonna have to let it sit, let it yeah. marinate a bit. So you bet. Uh, that's gonna be it for us. Uh, yeah. As always, this is stay and play clay, or try to stay and play clay. And uh, with me is Nick the Stick, and we are signing off. Yeah, peace, love, and birdies. See you, folks. Arno Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Huh.